Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. Turn it up. What's making waves? Let's find out. I'll tell you what's making waves right now, Finn James. They're on the second playoff hole, back to the 18th on the LPGA Tour in Florida. Lydia Ko and Nellie Corder going at it. Uh, Nellie Corder's had about 54 drops because her second shot went behind the advertising hoarding. Could someone tell me what the rule is there? Obviously, she won't lo- uh, lose a shot because I think the same thing happened with uh, Lydia Ko. But she took about five drops with the official there and he had a tee in the, the ground and now she's approaching for her, what would seemingly be her third shot onto the green. And I can't, and she's oh, she's pushed it right past the hole. So I'd like to see where Lydia Coe's shot is because she'll probably putt for the win, booty in the win. It's all go. It's all go. So, okay, just had to update. Just had to do the update. That was what's making news right now. Finn, what's making news on your side of the fence? Got drama in the FA Cup, Stephen. Drama. 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 Non-league side, uh, Maidstown United. Who? Massive upset. <laughs> exactly. Who? Who? <laughs> Who? Be careful. Be careful because you know one of our listeners or three. They're going to be a ma- They're, they're going to be, be from Maidstown. Maidstown. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Anyway, uh, they, they beat Ipswich in the uh, FA Cup fourth round 2-1. Uh, to one. And they are 98 places, like Ipswich is 98 places above Maidstone United in the football pyramid. Because so, uh, are they in the, uh, uh, they're in the, one, the same championship with Wrexham, right? I'm pretty oh, sure. Is that right? The champ- oh, hang on. No, they're, if you're a championship team, you're one step below Premier League. Yes, I'm pretty sure Ipswich That's is right. in the championship. Championship. Um, and yes, they lost 2-1. And Ipswich dominated the entire match, I'm not going to lie. But uh, there was two <laughs> shots on target. <laughs> but I'm going to read these stats out to you, Stephen. I still can't believe this. Hang on. This- stop. Just stop one moment. Just stop a little moment, because Lydia Ko has a putt that looks. I wouldn't have. How do you how do you measure that, Finn? Is that like a good twenty footer? That's a good it's 20, far. That's a good twenty footer. Pretty far. Okay, let's see what happens. Just waiting, waiting, waiting. There we go. Moving close, moving close. Does it come back in? Uh, she's got pulled up short. She's still left with about a six footer. Oh, okay. Carry on. Stats time from Maidstone. Rudely interrupted by Lydia Coe and her potential to win <laughs> win this little tournament there. Okay. Sorry, yes. The stats of this game are quite remarkable. Uh Ipswich completely dominated, as you obviously probably mm. thought they would. Seventy eight percent possession, thirty-eight shots with thirteen on target and eleven corners. Maidstone United, twenty-two percent possession. Twenty <laughs> two percent. Two shots, two on target. And they won two one. Twenty two percent of the ball. With and two <laughs> shots, two on both. target, and both in the back of the net. They par- essentially they tried to park the bus all game and counterattack and well. It worked. And this is what Maidstone United's manager said. He said, this is what it means to our community. It is all about us being together on days like this. It was up to the players to go out and enjoy competing against a fantastic championship side. Oh, look, the officials just walked onto the green again because I think they are allowing Co to putt out, which would suggest, would it not, that Nellie Corder might be putting for the win. She didn't look very happy. Looks really grumpy, Nellie Quarter, at the moment. Okay, let's just keep going. We'll just keep folks informed on this one. Uh, what else is making news, Finn? Uh, the Aussie NBL has signed an MOU with the Japanese Basketball League. And what is an MOU? A memorandum of understanding. That is correct, Stephen. So they've signed that. Um, they ex- they're going to look to explore the the two leagues, kind of not so much combining, but being in sort of like a, a partnership for the years to come. So this is the Japanese version of our NBL or the Aussie the NBL. Yeah, yeah, essentially yeah. the same thing. 
very similar level. Um, actually, fun fact, Isaac Fotu plays in the Japanese uh, basketball league, who is a brother of Dan Fotu, if you did not know. No, I did He plays not. for the Tall Blacks, and he's over there, so we do have players over there. And you're saying that uh, that B-League is of similar standard to the Aussie NBL. Yeah, it's very, very similar. I think they have a similar amount of teams, and the standard of basketball is very similar. So for the two to combine, it's quite cool. And essentially, they're going to try and have a bit of some preseason games, and they're thinking of bringing youth teams over to compete in Australian competitions oh, and vice versa. Oh, sorry, she hold out. I had to, re- to apologise. <laughs> she lipped it. Lydia Co lipped it. Now, I think, if I'm right, the graphics are really poor here. They don't tell you that I think it could be a two-shot or a one-shot. Oh, no, Nelly Quarters. I think Nelly called it to win. Oh, that lip. Sorry to interrupt. I might have to get to repeat the last part. Oh, man, it just lipped like a bugger around the hole. Okay, so the last two lines of your conversation <laughs> were, I apologise. You're all right, Stephen. I was saying, the two organisations looking to combine – and essentially, they're going to have some preseason games against each other, maybe in the in the later years. And also, they're going to bring youth clubs from Japan over to Australia for competitions as well. Okay, Nelly quarter for par and the win. So the, she's had this before. It was for birdie in the win. Now it's for par and the win. Miss, 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 no, miss. Oh, 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 straight down the gurgler. Straight down the gurgler. And the second event of the LPGA Tour goes to Nelly Corder. You see, the other big thing, if Lydia had won that, it would have, she would have now finally qualified for the LPGA Hall of Fame. Yeah, but hang on. It's okay. She's got another 54 tournaments this year to play, so I don't think she's going to be too, too much of a thing. It was quite exciting. That, sorry, I apologise for interrupting you. Now, uh, so Japanese players and basketball players in general – uh, what are they like? And don't say they're not tall. I actually haven't done a lot of research on the JBL, but for the most part, it's a basketball league. So I'm assuming if it's a if they're signing an MOU with their NBL, quite a similar level. I'm assuming they're having a number of imports as well, like the NBL does have with a lot of Americans and Europeans coming over to play. So essentially, it's probably quite similar with local Japanese players as well it's compared to the NBL. It's quite interesting having spoken to Justin Nelson this morning and the growth of basketball in this country, which we know is exploding. Has the Europe the Euro League is is enormous, right? It's massive, second like, like, second biggest in the world, hundred percent. So to give it give it context. When you say second biggest in the world, we know they play eighty two games a season each team in the NBA. Is it similar in the Euro League, or is it or is it a truncated season? I couldn't I couldn't actually tell you the exact. You can't. Why not? Because I'm not the biggest Euro League fan. I can't say I've watched. I don't even know how you can watch it in New Zealand. For fun fact. Um, <laughs> But, no, but, it's not a fun fact, it's an annoying fact, that's what you're supposed yeah, to say. Exactly, um, but it's a similar level, there's so many ex-NBA players that go and play in the EuroLeague and European players from the EuroLeague that go to the NBA and then return home to finish their careers over there, so the level is just as good. But then, the, then you get Victor Wimbayama, who mm-hmm. goes as the number one pick at like eight feet tall, who came out of the EuroLeague as a, as a kid. Yeah, exactly. Like he started playing, uh, I think, in the pros for Metropolitan Nine Six Two in France when he was maybe seventeen. Kind of like one of the better players in the NBA right now is Luka Doncic, who started playing for Real Madrid when he was sixteen years old. So it's a really good opportunity for these younger European players to play against growing men and then go to the NBA. But are we talking about freaks? I mean, freaks in the nicest possible way. Tall, incredibly talented individuals. Yeah, I mean, freaks in a good way. Wimbenyama is a freak of nature. Seven foot five, eight foot wingspan, playing like an NBA guard. He's a freak. 
<laughs> eight foot wingspan. It's stupid. I, I saw I saw a picture of him on socials the other day on Instagram, and he was uh, going high for a sla- uh, slam dunk, and he's like seven. What is he? Seven, seven, four, seven, five. And this guy is six ten. He looks like a, a tiny person against him. I was like, it was quite revealing to say the the difference that we see in that in that young man. All right, uh, let's. Uh, should we talk to Staffy next, eh? We should. Okay. All right. It's uh, t- eleven forty eight. Afternoon. The Staffy not too far away.